And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this headline podcast is presented by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Breaking news from The Athletic. Scott Burnside here along with Fluto Shinzawa. Fluto, normally if a Hart Trophy winner gets traded at the trade deadline, it's big news, everyone's happy. But I got to tell you, there are a lot of mixed feelings maybe around the hockey world. I'm curious to hear what you have to say in Boston, but with the Bruins late night edition, late night Sunday, uh, heading into Monday's trade deadline, the addition of Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar from the Buffalo Sabres for a second round pick and prospect uh, Anders Bjork. What's it? When you first saw this, you're like, okay, well this, this could turn the tide uh, for Boston. Or are you like, Okay, uh, this is Taylor Hall. He's got one even strength goal this entire season. What, what, what's the vibe in Boston after the big trade? Well, you said it, Scott. That's the number that's critical, right? One five-on-five goal for Taylor Hall of all people, former MVP, former first pick. I got to tell you, the games that he played the Bruins in with Buffalo, I didn't notice Taylor at all. Um, and he alluded to that actually in his in his uh, conference call this morning um, after the trade that he said flat out I'm I'm not a confident hockey player right now which is just startling to hear from a player with such a pedigree but it just shows right how much circumstance of of Buffalo of being within that team and that organization and and they they had their their coronavirus issues and the losing issues everything's gone wrong for that and yes he's been a part of that and he was paid eight million dollars to not be a part of that um, but what is he that's that's the question that the Bruins have to answer and I think ultimately Scott it comes down to the price that they paid which is really not that much uh, sure a second round pick could become and should become a pretty good player but Anders Bjork five straight games he'd been a healthy scratch um and and just a very poor fit um all around for anders this year in boston so for for the opportunity to explore what taylor hall could be for this team uh i think that that was worth the price of entry for the bruins and 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 a a varsity player in curtis azar let's not forget that yeah, I, you know what? I, I, and I'm with. It's been uh, for me. It's been fascinating because, you know, having tracked uh, Taylor Hall's movements over the last couple of seasons. I mean, this, you know, with all due respect to Taylor Hall, he gets traded from New Jersey to Arizona. The Devils actually get better. You can argue whether the Coyotes were maybe marginally better uh, with Taylor Hall in the lineup. Uh, they did win a, a play-in round against a very soft Nashville team and were blasted by Colorado in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, and you're right, the whole Buffalo, you know, I think it surprised a lot of people uh, signing a one-year deal in Buffalo for the $8 million. But I just think that people were, you know, people were leery of, of, of what Taylor Hall's value is in both dollar and term, and, and that hasn't really changed. But uh, Flu, I'm, I'm curious because I think you've hit the nail on the head. 
I mean, is it possible that this is kind of a tryout, if not for the Bruins long term or, you know, what extending beyond this playoff year, but certainly a chance for Taylor Hall to rehabilitate his uh, his image uh, with arguably the best team he's ever played on and going back to his days in Edmonton. Um, you know, is this the sort of thing you can imagine turning into a long term relationship? Yeah, uh, it's a great question, Scott. He Taylor mentioned that uh, this off season, the talks were were very serious with Boston, and for for whatever reason, I I don't know the the particulars. It just didn't work out, and then he moved on to Buffalo. So in terms of of revisiting the relationship this time with the no move clause that he got from Buffalo, that helped steer him back toward Boston. Um, whatever teams that were also in the mix that he had a chance because of the the no move, okay, whatever team it was, he just wasn't interested. I want to go to Boston was pretty much his his directive to Buffalo. Um, so so yes, that that could be uh, an opportunity for both sides to explore a long term relationship. And and as you noted, the the, the surroundings for Taylor are not. Okay, please come in and be our number one left wing. No, they they have arguably the best all around left wing in the game. Brad Marchand. It's possible that that Taylor doesn't even have to be your number two left wing. Nick Ritchie has actually been pretty good as your second line left wing. David Krejci. So it's not like they're expecting Taylor to come in and be the Taylor Hall that we we remember from years past. Um, I, I think by now. Uh, it's it's pretty clear that he's he's not the player that that he was the the MVP year in, in Jersey, um, but is he is he better than one five on five goal? Probably, uh, maybe maybe the answer is somewhere in the, in the middle. So and then we we have to think about okay the expansion thing. This this works out well for Boston in terms of well he's unrestricted, so you don't have to protect him. Maybe there's if if both sides are happy, say okay. Well, once Seattle gets their pick, maybe this is something that we explore in terms of of an extension. It's but that's uh, at this point that's so far down the road. The priority for the Bruins and for Taylor is to get into the playoffs, which is no guarantee given the way that they're playing and getting getting hammered by Washington eight to one. Um, so it's and and I, I have to say, I think the Mike Riley trade from Ottawa is just as critical. Perhaps even more so, just because of how compromised the Bruins are on defense. And we saw Zdeno Chara come in with Washington last night, and he looked pretty solid. And the Bruins would like a player like that just to be a grown-up left-shot defenseman. And that's what Riley is. And and perhaps we see this come together in terms of Riley um, maybe stopping a rush, getting the puck, and then getting it up to, to Taylor Hall in transition. I think that would be the dream scenario here for the Bruins is that these, these pieces come together because, boy, that defense, that was not going to fly the way it was going in uh, to the deadline. Well, and, and Fluto, you you mentioned, and I get the whole recency bias thing, but it, the, the fact that the uh, adding Mike Riley on the back end and then, of course, adding Taylor Hall and Curtis Lazar up front comes hours after a, a, an absolutely embarrassing loss to Zidane Char and the Washington Capitals. I mean, it, the and, and you, you alluded to it, and I'm curious to get your take. Uh, listen, I, there, there's no way the Bruins should miss the playoffs, right? They, they have 
underperformed. They've had all kinds of injuries. The goaltending situation is, is very fluid right now. Dan Vladar in that last night uh, for the debacle. Um, so there's been a lot of moving parts for the Bruins. Of course, Tory Krug and Zdeno Char are leaving in the offseason. So I'm wondering, when you look at this team now and you look at the the, the pieces that Don Sweeney has added in the last 24 hours, do you feel better about the, the possibility that, A, the Bruins can solidify their hold on what I, I don't expect they'll jump up, but fourth place in the East division, and then maybe to be one of those teams come playoff time, given their experience, that could be a real handful, uh, whether it's Washington or the Islanders or Pittsburgh, that they would likely, likely face in the first round. No question, Scott. I, I throw last night out just because of the roster. You're missing, go down the list, Charlie McAvoy, Matt Grizzick, Brandon Carlo, Kevin Miller. It's You've got a, a waivers guy in Tenorti. You've got uh, Jack Ashan playing in, I think it's just his second NHL game. Just And then, yeah, the, the kid goalie, Vladar, and he put in a really tough spot. Um, and he has to eat the, the eight goals because they're, they're, they're coming off a of back-to-back. There's no way they're going to put in their top prospect, Jeremy Swayman, to take that L. So that's just a very, very tough situation all around. But you, you look at the piece, and, and who knows? This, this year has been just so goofy for not just the Bruins, but for everybody in terms of injuries, sickness, compressed schedule. I don't think you can ever expect – this lineup or any lineup to be at full health just because of, of all the circumstances going in. But you would have to think they're going to get some of these bodies back and they're going to stay healthy. Um, and you're going to get both NHL goalies back at some point. And you have these pieces in place, uh, in theory. Um, a, a power play that, that is, okay, it's, it's not as good uh, as it was last year, but the numbers are, are not that far off. Um, your first line, especially Bergeron and Marchand, they're going to be there. Pasternak has been no good lately. They've, they've absolutely got to turn him around. Who knows what the issue there is? But you would think, just given the talent, that he's going to he's going to find himself. Uh, so in theory, you should have uh, a a working top line, and then you put in Hall, and then you put in Riley, and then you, you get Tuca back. Uh, absolutely. Uh, this team is hard to play against defensively when they're, when they're uh, at relative full health. And you would think with Riley helping to get some pucks out and up to the forwards that they should be better offensively. So, yes, uh, the question is how much of these bodies get back and how much do they stay in? That's a question. But, yes, these, are, these, these additions were, were absolutely required. And, yes, they can make a difference um, in, in terms of the way the, the Bruins can compete in terms of getting in first. And then if they do, uh, giving Washington or the Islanders uh, a pretty good run. Hmm. I love the way the schedule flow, uh, fits in here, though, Fluto. I mean, and my understanding is that Taylor Hall will be making his way by car, I think, from yes. from Buffalo to Boston and the schedule maker, loving uh, reporters everywhere, as the Buffalo Sabres will, in fact, be in Boston for the first post-trade deadline game for the Bruins. Uh, it sets up things very, very nicely. So it'll be interesting to see what transpires on Tuesday. Uh, and thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. You should go to the Athletics' new headline section for much more on this story. 
And to get access to all of The Athletic's great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod, where you can find our latest subscription offer, just $3.99 per month. Fluto, excellent work by you as always. Uh, look forward to seeing what happens uh, in the coming days with uh, the Boston Bruins. But thanks for coming to uh, to share your thoughts today. Pleasure, Scott. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.